Mm, thank God for coffee. <laughs> Thank God for coffee, episode 17. And you might say, well, why? What did I just if you're if you're um young, okay? If you, I got a lot of young people that listen, you probably have no idea <laughs> what that is. That's the classic Superman theme back in the day. I remember being a little, little kid. Um Running around my house with my chonies on. Okay, if you don't know what, what kind of chonies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, yeah. If if you don't know what chonies are, it's your underwear. Okay. So, <laughs> so running around uh, with my chonies outside of my pants uh, and with a towel around my neck, just da na 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 da na na na. Yeah, I was actually a, a Batman kid. I wasn't a Superman kid. I was oh son okay I was a, I was I was in the Batman I was all about Batman but episode 17 um thank God for coffee podcast you might say well maybe maybe you'll be like sister Brenda shout out to my wife amen shout out to my wife my wife was like uh I don't think you should go with the Superman theme um for for all of you guys that don't know um, if you don't follow our social media, if you don't follow our social media, we um, every time I put out an episode, we we follow it up with some artwork, like the the message of the of the episode or the title. We put on like a little, you know, like a little artwork and we I want to make them unique. You know, the vision, the vision. Go ahead, son. Were you going to say something? It's a lot of a lot of time. It is a lot of time, but (laughs) see, you got to remember, we got to have fun with this and see, you got, you got to remember. So the title of, of today's episode, it's episode 17, but it's called the savior of the world. Amen. And I wanted it to, I wanted to make it kind of like comic book theme, even though I know it's coffee, you'll see it. I'm sure that if you, if you follow us on social media, you'll know that we went kind of for like a, a Superman um, theme for, you know, episode 17, which is titled The Savior of the World. So if you don't follow us yet, follow us. We have Instagram, so it's Thank God for Coffee podcast. That's uh, right. Number four. Mm. We also have Facebook, the same exact thing. And uh, you could also message us if you ever have any concerns or, hey, prayer request. try this, prayer request, anything. We're, we're always here. We're on our platforms. Yeah. So thank God for coffee podcasts on Facebook. Um, you can send us the message there on Instagram. Give us a follow. You know what? It's growing nicely. I've been, I've been, I've been posting some stuff on there. Um, and I've been noticed that we're getting some traction. We're getting some followers. So shoot this podcast over to somebody. Be a blessing, you know, be a blessing. Know that, um, we consistently hear of of people that are being blessed by the podcast. And I'm not just telling you this because we want to, you know, sound good about ourselves. No, like literally we are hearing 
people tell us that this podcast is making, you know, a little difference in their lives. And, and that's really what we want. You know, we really want that. We want to be um, the hands and feet of Jesus. We want to be blessings. Amen. In, in anybody's life. And we're just very uh, humbled and, and happy, happy to be able to um, provide what the Lord has given us. Amen. 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 And amen. And son, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. You know, just chilling out. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm really am excited. Yeah. For the fact of the day. Oh yeah, the coffee fact of the day. You're excited. We, we always it? have good ones. We always have good ones, especially with that new book we have. Oh man! Shout out! Shout out to Sister Blanca, Brother Omar. They gifted us, man. Let me tell you two gifts. They actually gave me two gifts, <laughs> and they're really cool. So. The first one is um, a book called Un Uncommon Grounds, and it's by Mark uh, Pendergrass. He, uh, this, uh, this author, is just made a book on the history of coffee. Infinite. <laughs> infinite facts. <laughs> yeah. So we got a while. <laughs> yeah. I got a while of uh, good facts. So thank you so much uh, to the Gonzalez family. Thank you so much for loving us. Thank you for loving my kids. Thank you for loving my wife. Um, and then, uh, they also got me a box of different coffee grounds Oh yeah, from, from like different the, parts yeah. of the world, Ethiopia and, um, Honduras and just awesome. I'm not a big coffee man myself, but he doesn't like coffee. I'm a producer of thank God for God, <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, that sounds really sick. Yeah. That sounds cool. No, no, it was really cool. It was an awesome gift. And I thank you guys with, from the bottom of my heart. You know, I, I've, I have felt the appreciation of people really, really just, you know, the love of people because, and, and honestly, just know, like we do this with all of our heart, like the artwork. My wife was not with the artwork for today's um, episode. My wife was kind of like, eh, this one's a little kitty. If you think it's a little kitty and you think, I mean, it, it, it did, it didn't, it didn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, appropriate, I guess. Go ahead and comment. <laughs> comment on the, no, no, don't, I don't know. No. I mean, comment on the page. I thought it was really cool. I could see big shout out to brother Nico, Nico. Okay. Brother Nico, uh, Tovar, uh, shout out to him because when I did the artwork for this episode, I thought to myself, okay, what would be something that he would wear? And <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm honestly telling you this stuff. So check it out. It's going to be on our social media. It's uh, the artwork for episode 17, Savior of the World. Okay, so let's get into it, son. Let's do this coffee fact of the day. Oh, you guys are going to like this one. Where's my music? Give me my music. Here it is. Okay. Okay. What is the perfect weather conditions for proper growth of coffee? A little bit moist. I'm going to say 74% moist. Uh, what is the proper weather conditions for good coffee growth? Okay. Give me a temperature. What do you think? Oh, we're talking temperature here. Yeah, weather. Uh, 54. Oh, it, it's cold. I don't know. <laughs> it's bad. 
last 73. All right. Here it goes. The proper weather conditions for good coffee growth are no more than 75 degrees. Yay. And at least 80 inches of rain. Wow. How do you measure rain? Oh, it's it's measured in inches, son. But how? It, I mean, they, I would understand time. No, they measure it. They measure it in inches. <laughs> they do. So, um, they need at least eighty inches of rain, and no, no more than seventy-five degrees. So that kind of shattered my dreams of growing coffee. I mean, winter in Arizona. Yeah. I know. I told my wife, I was like, ah, I would love to grow coffee in the backyard. And she was like, well, look into it. I looked into it and I was like, wow. That's why Hawaii is one of yes, the main places. That is correct. That is correct. But you also need, see, this is why I, I, I never comprehended, you know, that, uh, yeah, you know, to us here in the United States, you might think, well, you know, coffee's cheap. It's just a cup of coffee. But the truth is, is that it, it, the conditions for it to grow, the exportation and the, imp, you know, and, and bringing it in and the, and the process, the more I'm learning, I understand why there is expensive coffee out there. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's get into the word of God. Now we are in John chapter four. We only have four scriptures today. Verse 39 to verse 42. For, uh, verse 39 to verse 42. Okay. And it's a uh, New King James Version. John chapter 4, verse 39 says like this. And many of the Samaritans of that, of that city believed in him because of the word of of the woman who testified. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to sit, to stay with him. And he stayed there two days and many more believed because of his own word. Then they said to the woman, now we believe not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Amen. So if you've joined us in the last couple episodes, we just got over um, the, the two-part series, The Samaritan Woman, and then we went into the whitened harvest, and now we're here at the Savior of the world and all three episodes are taking place all in the same span of time. Amen. So if you heard uh, the Samaritan woman part one and the Samaritan woman part two, you know that she left. She encounters Jesus. She has a life-changing encounter at the well. And then she goes back into the town of Sakar to go and tell people about Jesus. And uh, if you if you were with us for the whitened harvest, you know that the disciples come back. They're they're talking with Jesus, and Jesus is telling them, um, "You are about to reap a harvest that you did not labor for, because I labored for it when I was speaking to this woman, 
And now I'm going to show you that the harvest is here and it's ready for reaping. And now we're going to get into the savior of the world. So let's get into the breakdown. Amen. Yeah, see, because this is the Superman episode, so we need to have explosions and stuff. Can I get another one? Now, be careful because you might be knocking down some. One more? Full blast? No, no, no. That's enough. Okay, so we go here, verse 39. And many of the Samaritans of the city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. Now, there's something that I, I need you to comprehend. The Bible says in the book of, uh, of Revelation, it says that you and I, we will have victory by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I don't know if you've ever been in a position where somebody like recommends a good restaurant for you. Or they tell you, oh, yeah, you know what? Don't go to that barbershop. They really messed up my hair. Or, oh, that mechanic. Yeah, he's really an honest, good mechanic. Or, uh-uh, no, that mechanic. Oh, that's a shady mechanic. Amen. You have to understand, uh, the, the testimony, the word of somebody that's trusted goes a long way. Now, you got to comprehend something. This is the character of God. And really what I'm trying to do here is for you to comprehend God's heart through the scriptures. Jesus Christ chose a woman that was an outcast, a woman that thought less of herself, a woman that would hide herself from people. And he chooses her to go and testify about him. That's incredible to me. It's incredible to me because you have to understand something. In those days, women were not regarded as reliable witnesses. A woman could not testify in front of the Sanhedrin court. Like, they were not regarded as reliable witnesses. Amen. And you got to comprehend... Jesus chooses this woman to go and testify or witness about him. And I just, I think that that's so amazing because you might be in a position where you think to yourself, there's no way that God can use me. Or, you know, I've failed God so many times and I'm ashamed of my past life. I'm ashamed of what I've done. And I want you to know that just like Jesus chose this woman, if you're listening to the sound of my voice and you're listening to the breakdown of these scriptures, you're going to know that God's heart is for you to go and testify about God's goodness. We always say in church all the time, we say, look, we don't exalt God. We don't lift up our hands and dance to the Lord and, and get happy and shout. Because we've been good. We're not celebrating that we had a sinless week. You know, I, I, I used to be a huge fan of the Simpsons. Amen. And um, I believe that a lot of people believe that Christians, modern day Christians are like Ned Flanders. If you've ever seen the Simpsons, you know who Ned Flanders is. And he comes off as like this perfect guy. And the reality of it is, is, is that 
it, we came to Jesus because we understood that we're, we're imperfect people. We came to Jesus because we understood that we needed a Savior. Amen. Just like this woman at the well had an encounter with the Savior of the world. And see, you look here, it says, um, Samaritans of the city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. Her transformation must have been radical. It must have been like, uh, just like night and day because people would have like encountered her after she had an encounter with Jesus and they would have known like, man, something life changing has taken place in this woman because she is completely a different person than who we've always known. And so much so that they needed to come out of the city to see. Look at verse 40. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. That is just, oh, man, you, you got to comprehend the, just the, oh, I, I don't even know what words to use. I, I, when I first got saved, I was such, I would cuss like a sailor. I would always cuss like a sailor. So in one of my techniques, and I say it's a technique, but it had to be a wisdom of the Lord. For me to actually stop cursing, I started using the word vicious. So back then there was a boxer, his name, and he's still around. He's still around, but he's kind of at the end of his career. Uh, uh, Victor Vicious, uh, vicious Victor Ortiz uh, was the boxer. And when I came to the things of the Lord, he was, he, he was a huge prospect. He was going to, you know, I think he, he did get to be champion of the world. But so he, his name, Vicious, I started using that nickname, Vicious, whenever, instead of cursing, instead of saying a, a bad word, the F word or the, you know, the, the F word or the, or the S bomb, I, instead of dropping those big words, I would just say, oh, that's Vicious, Vicious. Vicious. Next thing you know, the church, uh, everybody in church is saying vicious. My pastor, my pastor, God rest his soul, would say, oh, vicious, you know, um, and I did that. So the reason why I tell you that is because this is so vicious. This is such viciousness right here. Now, let me tell you, let me explain to you why. Because the Jews highly disliked the Samaritans. They, they did not want to go and save the Samaritans. If you've heard episode, uh, I believe it's 15, 14 or 15, about the Samaritan woman, you'll know I explain on there a prayer that was very popular in those days. They would say, Lord, do not remember the Samaritans in the day of your resurrection. They would literally pray that. And Jesus is making a point. He's driving a point so that his disciples and so me and you can learn today that the first people outside of this, his disciples, the first people that get the revelation that he is the Messiah and that he has come to save not just the Jews, but to save the world is the Samaritans. Man, 
I hope that does something to you in your spirit. I hope that promotes you to understand like God loves the underdog. God loves the brokenhearted. God loves the person that thought that there was no hope for him. And you see it time and time and time again in the, in the scriptures. You see it with David. You see it with Moses. You see it with Noah. You see it with Peter. You see it with Paul. All of these great men of God were used and they were outcasts. They were underdogs. They were unprepared. And they were still used by God. And he stays two days there. I'm going to confess something to you, son. I had forgotten this. That Jesus stayed for two days in, in Sakar To teach Samaritans. Because many times we just, we, we, we skim over and we go right into, oh, the, the Samaritan woman. The woman at the well. And that's it. We don't even mention she was Samaritan. We just say the woman at the well. Look at verse 41. And many more believed because of his own word. This reminded me of Pastor Art, my pastor. He was, a, he, I mean, my spiritual father, this man. And he used to always tell us, I remember when I was a deacon, when I was a greeter in the church, and my job was to shake people's hands and welcome them to the church. And I'll never forget, he taught me something. He would say, uh, Brother Jaime, before they meet Jesus, they're going to meet you. And that stuck with me. Because see, before they met Jesus, they met the, the Samaritan woman. Before they went and believed because of Jesus' words, they believed because of the testimony of a woman. And see, you might think to yourself, well, yeah, I'm just listening to this podcast. That's all I'm doing. But maybe your testimony about what we're doing here is going to bring is going to bring hope. It's going to bring the salvation of the world to somebody's heart. Look at verse 42. Now they said to the woman, "Now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Notice how it doesn't say the Savior of the church. Notice how it doesn't say the Savior of the Jews. Notice how it doesn't say the Savior of a few. Or the savior of the chosen. But the savior of the world. We read this in episodes past. That God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. And we talked about how begotten means to break forth or to come out of. 
and it says the bosom of the Father, meaning the heart of God. This Jesus, this Jesus was the manifest love of God brought forth in the human flesh so that everybody might know that God loves humanity and that the Savior of the world wanted to be revealed for all whomsoever whomsoever would come to him I pray that this episode has touched your heart I pray that today as you as you go about your day you think to yourself Lord how can I grow in my relationship with you Lord how can I be a better Christian how can I be a better follower how can I be a better father? How can I reflect the nature and the character of Jesus Christ to all those around me? God bless you. Thank you so much for these moments. The Lord cover you. The Lord be with you. And I pray that you would be a light to those around you. Be a hero. Tell them about the Savior. God bless.